Welcome to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Stepp. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg. For more information about Dr. Stepp and how the Transforming Leadership team builds effectiveness in leaders, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. Now let's join Dr. Steph in the studio. Hi, I'm Jim Brangenberg with Transforming Leadership, and I'm joined by Dr. Steve Steph. Steve, before we begin, I think it's important to remind everybody we're on this series of Transforming Leadership Proverbs, and these Proverbs are truisms or or uh, sayings that you and the Transforming Leadership team have come up with as you have been working with leaders for decades, things that you just find true over and over and over again. Today's Transforming Leadership Proverb is, micromanagement is the manifestation of yes. fear of failure. Yes. Talk to me yes. about that. Huge issue. You know, we we get called in to work with senior leaders that have been uh, identified as being micromanagers or accused of being micromanagers. Sometimes we're called in by the senior leader themselves to say, you know, I, I feel like this is a problem for me. So we're dealing with micromanagement frequently with our coaches, with our clients there. I think the first thing, most important thing there, Jim, is we're also dealing with a lot of ambiguity as far as what does micromanagement mean? And is my leader a micromanager or, or am I behaving like a micromanager? So let me, let me spend just a minute on what is micromanagement? What is it not? Okay. Micromanagement from our perspective is when you are asking for uh, I, I want to say unending or continuous involvement in the project and the details of the project. And you are insisting that this is the outcome that we're looking for. That's your job. You should insist on that. This is the way that I want you to do it. This is what how I want you to behave in order to generate that, that outcome. And then constantly staying on top of your team or team members or individuals to ensure that they are doing it exactly the way you want them to do it. Where, you know, a couple of our other proverbs that, that you and I have discussed over the years is the senior leader should really be focused on outcomes, not process. But the micromanager is focused on process. So that's, so that's what it is. Um, what it is not is asking for reports and updates. What it is not is having that weekly connecting or one-on-one -on -one meeting that, that we teach and that we counsel all the time. That's not micromanagement. It is the job and responsibility of the leader or the manager to know that their team is heading in the right direction, direction and holding them accountable along the way. One of the things that we teach a lot on that a lot of leaders are, are really not doing is setting milestones toward a, a final expectation or a final accountability. So asking for updates on the milestones to ensure that they're on track, that's not micromanagement. Micromanagement gets involved in the process, not the, not the report card. Does that does that make sense? Well, I think a lot of people really struggle with that idea. But you know, am I a micromanager? Am I just holding my people accountable? So I mean, I I, I think it's, but but there's that we just want I just want it done the right way. I mean, it, it, there's lots of justifications for why somebody might be a micromanager. Uh, can you give us an example? I mean, of 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 somebody maybe you've worked with that really struggled with this and had to shift their thinking to be. A focused on accountability and not micromanagement. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you hit you you hit the magic phrase there. 
uh, just want it done the right way, which is to imply that there is a right way, which is probably, Jim, my way. And anything other than my way is not the right way. You know, that that's where we really get involved in it. Keep it in mind that we're working with primarily senior leaders. Senior leaders need to be focused on the outcome, the expectation of the outcome, not the process. So if my, if my direct reports have freedom in the process and it is keeping them on track for the expected or needed or required outcome, then really what do it, what is the right way? The right way is whatever way results in the outcome being on time in full and on budget. Is that, does that, does that resonate with you? Sure. It's on time in full and on budget. That's what I'm looking for not the specific behaviors that might result in that because there may be more than one way of doing it. There may not be, granted, depending on the on the particular job or project. Um, and, and that will be identified. Let me, let me expound on that for just a moment. If I have identified uh, milestones along the way and I allowed Jim to do it his way, if we see that he's not hitting the milestones, that alone will show, show maybe, will, I'm sorry, will evidence that maybe Jim's way is not working. Right. And we will know that early enough and in, and in plenty of time to shift directions or, or shift our, our way of doing it. But in the absence of milestones, I allow Jim to do it things his way. The deadline comes and we miss the deadline. Quite frankly, that's on me, Jim, because I didn't establish the milestones and hold you accountable at the time. I'm not holding you accountable for the process. I am holding you accountable for the progress. There's the difference. Mm. You know, sometimes it just feels like it just is easier for me to do it myself. As a manager of people, Sure. it, it just seems like, yeah, I can just- <laughs> <laughs> it saves me time if I just do it myself. But that really goes to how I feel and how I trust my people, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah. So if we go back to the original proverb, micromanagement is the manifestation of fear of failure. We're not talking about their failure. Talk about my failure. Mm. It's that my department is going to fail. It's that my project that, that I have accountability on is going to fail. And, and it's the fear that that's not, you know, it, it's not going to be successful. It's not going to happen. So really, it, it for us, it comes down, the feel, fear of failure for us is based on a lack of trust. Now, it may be a lack of trust in my team and in the individuals involved. It may be a lack of trust in the process, or it may be a lack of trust really deep inside in my ability to lead and manage to that desired outcome. So that fear of failure is a lack of trust, right? And fear, when we have fear in our lives, it makes us do funny things. Oh, it does. I mean, if fear, know, fear drives what it us. makes this person do is micromanage. Yeah. Right. So then how do we, how does transforming leadership help shift a manager from being a micromanager to really just holding people accountable in a healthy fashion? How do you shift those people? Yeah. The, the micromanagers that we work with, I've got a, um, he's retired now, but I have a, a chief operations officer that was clearly a micromanager. And, and I will tell you that the guy's an operations guru. 
he knew for his particular industry, for his particular uh, business and product, he knew everything there was to know about uh, production of that product. The problem was he also had his fingers involved in every, uh, every behavior uh, having to do with the production of that product and the distribution of that product. And it, it limits the team and limits the organization on how well they could produce. It certainly stifles any innovation because there was really only one way of doing things. So when we worked with this gentleman, uh, we'll, we'll call him Ed. When we worked with Ed for uh, really for a couple of years, but but uh, we got most of these problems turned around within a matter of a few months. There, there were some other things that, that we stayed with him on and built him actually into a bigger career. But over the first few months, we worked with him on specifically, I'm sorry, on identifying specific milestones for his people along the way. He was chief operations officer, but he had five departments that reported up to him. So we identified the expectations, the ongoing expectations, outcome expectations of those five departments. And then we identified milestones or key performance indicators along the way. At that point, this, man, this gentleman's job became holding my people accountable only for the milestones, only for the KPIs, not for the process. We literally sat in meetings with him, uh, kind of as a cue for him to remind him, it's not your job to ask them questions about the process. It's your job to ask them questions about the progress toward the milestones or toward the KPIs. And since he was such a detail-oriented guy, this was a really difficult exercise for him. But what he also realized was at the end of the week, after we had done this for some time, he had time where before he didn't have any time. This, this guy's calendar would give you a migraine. You look at that calendar because he was so immediately involved in everything going on. Now he was in fact leading, not driving. And his, his job, his world changed. And you know, the unfortunate part of that, Jim, is his world changed for him just a few years before retirement. But his world changed because he became a leader and was celebrated as a leader when he retired. Where a few years before that, um, he was not celebrated as a leader. He was um, looked at uh, with, with quite a bit of chagrin because he was perceived as a driver in the business at that point. So let's look at um, the perfect platform for accountability. What, what does that look like? I know you've mentioned a couple of different types of accountability, like personal accountability, team accountability, when we're talking about yeah. here's where we want you to go, not for the actual process of how you get there, and then the individual's responsibilities within that team. Talk about that perfect platform. How, how do we get that done? Yeah, the perfect platform for us, you know, for our team is is in those connecting meetings, those weekly one-on-one -on -one meetings. They are, uh, as you've heard over and over over the years, you know, the connecting meetings are established. They're not the only meeting a leader is going to have throughout the week, by the way. But the connecting meeting that is a weekly meeting with each one of their direct reports, the underlying purpose of that meeting is to build relationship and, and build trust. But keep in mind that it's still a business meeting. So it is the perfect platform for the 
supervisor for the leader, whatever title he might have, to get updates and reports from the subordinates. It's also a perfect platform for the subordinate to ask for help or direction. And that's when the, the senior leader can, can jump in and say, this is a way that I've done this in the past. This might work for you. So I'm not recommending that, that the leader never provide direction. I'm recommending that the leader build the right team and have enough trust within the team that the team members will ask for direction when they need it. So you know, they're not they're not behaving just the way he told them to behave. I'm sorry. So let's just say if there's really struggling, this leader's really struggling with trust. Don't they have to ask themselves some questions like, you know, is my fear or lack of confidence in my team based on um, yeah. their inability, their inabilities, their inadequacies? Are they the right? Pe- are they the right people for the right job? Are they on the right bus? Even have they been well trained? Are the resources available? I mean, we have to ask ourselves a lot of really powerful questions to identify where's that fear coming from. Yeah, absolutely, and that, that that's a huge question. So, so the lack of trust, uh, essentially, Jim, is it external? That is, it is it because of my team, or is it internal? Is the lack of trust on my part that that I again I have that fear of failure there? So, let's talk about the external first. You you hit on it. Do I have the right team members? Are they in? Are they on the right seats on the bus? Have they been trained? so that they are good at their job or are they world-class are they high performance or am i working with a team that's dragging one leg behind them Uh, my job is my job every day is to ensure the success of our people we've discussed that before my job in ensuring that success is ensuring that they have the resources to be successful so uh and do that, does that team, is there a lack of confidence because we're not sure they have the resources? So do they have the training? Do they have the personality? Do they have the relationships? And do they have the resources? And do they have clear expectations? And if those things exist, that they have the ability. If those things exist, then the team should be, should be successful. If there's still a lack of trust, if there's still that, still that fear of failure, it occurs to me that that might be internal to you, not external to the team. So that's going to take some discussion between you and your coach or you and a trusted advisor or you and another executive team member to, to identify, is this an internal issue for me? And if so, how can I deal with it? So in dealing with the truism today, the proverb for today, micromanagement is the manifestation of fear of failure, which is really on our part as the leader. It's it's really comes down to answer the question, am I leading or am I directing? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That That's exactly right. Am I telling them what to do or am I telling them the outcome that I'm looking for? Leaders are focused on outcome. Micromanagers are focused on on specific behaviors along the way process. Mm. Dr. Steve Steph, you put a lot of emphasis on those one-on-one meetings, those connecting meetings. I, I, I love that. This is a great conversation because there's so many of it. I think every one of us, certainly in our first management jobs, struggled with this micromanager thing because we didn't know how to balance all this. But it, it, it's a great thing if, if we still have friends or if we, have, if we ourselves are leaders that are struggling with micromanaging out of fear to be able to deal with these issues in, in a powerful, productive way is, is a great, it's a great conversation. Thank you, yeah, Steve. Jim, 
Let, let, before we go, I know we're running tight on time. Let me hit you with this. A, a, a organization that I was on the phone with yesterday, we were reviewing their engagement report. And this organization, for those managers that are having connecting or one-on-one -on -one meetings with their direct reports, there are 24 points better engagement for that team that are having the connecting meetings as opposed to that, that team that is not. 24 points. That's so, a huge big difference. difference. It is a big difference. Yeah. Dr. Steph, thank you. Thanks, Jim. And to you, our listeners, always check us out online, tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. We'd love to hear from you. we got a phone number out there for you to call, or there's also a Contact Us page. Love to just have you give us some perspective, give us some feedback. Of course, you can always comment on where you've listened to this podcast on that platform as well. Until next time, just make sure you keep working on becoming a transforming leader. And that ends our discussion for today. Thanks for listening to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Stepp. For more information on how Dr. Stepp and the Transforming Leadership team can help you become a more effective leader, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. The Transforming Leadership Podcast is available on your favorite podcast directories, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please leave a rating and review on your favorite platform to help us spread the word. Until next time, remember, building effectiveness in leaders starts with the transformation of your heart towards your people.